Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. This special mini-sode for Tendril the Banshee Chronicles was made in celebration of International Podcast Month 2019. You can listen to a wide variety of other IPM episodes, read blog posts, and more at internationalpodcastmonth.com. Please use the hashtag IPM2019 to comment on this and any other special IPM features this September. And without any further ado, we hope you enjoy. We've lost the chosen one. Written by Caitlin Radel and Ryan Borses. Urgent correspondence to all caretakers. We've lost the Chosen One. That is, I mean, I've lost his allegiance. For now, all of you, I need you to review the transcripts of the footage attached to this message. I need analysis. I need opinions. Where did we go wrong here? And how can we get him back? The Chosen One is escorted into his training chamber, wearing his provided black robes, appropriate to a typical day on the station. He has just finished his midday intensive meditation session, but the bright green tentacles that make up each of his limbs are noticeably tense. He has requested private counsel with Apostle Twelve, who has functioned as his primary mentor for the last cycle. Observe as he shifts nervously outside the door, fixing his robe before entering. Apostle Twelve has been creating the illusion of writing down something important. He puts his quill aside and uses the Chosen One's given name in order to indicate familiarity. Cronist, my boy. I had nearly forgotten we were to meet today. Thank you for putting the time aside to speak with me, Sensei. Indeed. Typically, I would be too busy to make an appointment with you, but the other monks have told me you've been restless. Now, I know you're recently of age, and wondering if there are any like you out there, but certain more feminine birds... Sensei! I'm just saying, there's no possible way we could provide that for you. We've had the talk. Yes, yes, I know. I'm the last of my kind, mating is overrated, etc., etc. That's not why I wanted to talk to you. That's not? No, I just... I've been here every day for as long as I can remember, maybe 30 years or longer. And every day I've been trained, forced to memorize prophecies, learn countless languages, practice every fighting form known to martial arts. I even watched all those endless animated documentaries on the prodigal seventh Hokage, Uzumaki Naruto, savior of the world. And you're wondering what you are meant to use all this knowledge for. I don't want to spend another day on this station knowing that I could use my powers for good. I'm the chosen one. Doesn't that mean I'm supposed to be a hero? (sighs) I had foreseen that this day would come, but I did not know it would be so soon. Observe as our comrade rises from his seat and sweeps across the room to stare out the viewport into the galaxy beyond, feigning thoughtfulness. 
It is risky indeed to send you on a mission before you've retrieved the artifact. Before you have come into your full birthright. I am beyond ready for this. Yesterday in Jiu-Jitsu, even you said that my marks were far above Do anyone- Do not interrupt me! <laughs> yes, Sensei. Forgive me. Now that I have your attention, usually we'd send other apostles to the stars in order to clean up the messes of the universe. Of course, we aren't as adept at it as you one day will be, but we do our best. There has come to my attention a situation, if you will. A colony of people, a ship in need of saving from their own foolishness. Seems simple enough. One of the youngest apostles could have it, so I suppose I will send you. Cronus stands up from his chair. He bows deeply. Thank you, Sensei. I won't let you down. I should hope not. I shall inform the other caretakers of my decision in this matter, and they will see to your needs and preparation. We will have you on a shuttle within the hour. Perhaps this is where things truly started to go wrong. We cannot blame anyone but ourselves. After all, we let him go on the mission. We thought it would be without consequence. We were wrong. The Chosen One arrived at the derelict spaceship at approximately 1542, exactly when we had intended him to. As instructed, he kept the line of communication open and described his experience to the best of his ability. The ship has allowed me to attach my shuttle to their airlock without any resistance. They're doesn't appear to be any lights on in there, though. Suspected they had a power outage. Don't remove your helmet. Proceed with caution, ground team. You can just call me Cronist. I'm not really a team when it's just me. Suggesting you stick to the protocol, sir. Yeah, yeah, fine. Protocol it is. Ground team moving out. No one to greet me at the airlock. Oxygen levels are dangerously low, although whatever gravity mechanism they had appears to be intact. But it's pitch black in here, turning on my headlamp. Not that it helped much. To my left is the bridge. It's completely empty. No one at the helm. To my right appears to be some kind of navigation room. Who's there? Ground team? Have you spotted anyone? No, I just thought I heard something. Wait, there's footprints on the ground. They're dim, but it's sort of like... It's like if a kid stepped in purple glow-in-the-dark paint or something. And when I touch it, yeah, the glove of my suit picks it up. It's fresh. Permission to follow granted, Grand Team. Okay. Wow, it's, uh, it's pretty messed up in here, guys. Consoles pulled out of the wall sparking wires. The screens that are plugged in are flickering, and the star map in the center of the room is glitching really badly. It keeps zooming in over and over on some kind of ice planet. Update from headquarters. You're not to investigate the star map. Follow the footprints. Proceed with- Yeah, with caution, I know. Okay. Following. Alright, the footprints lead into an elevator, but... It's not functional. In fact, the doors are open and the shaft leads straight down. 
gosh, I really hope... Oh no. Okay. Crisis averted. No dead child at the bottom of the elevator shaft. At least, not one that I can see. Are there stairs? Uh, yes. Stairs leading down right over here. Thank goodness for fire codes, am I right? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the door at the bottom of the stairs is shut. Permission to proceed granted, ground team. <laughs> Hello? Oh, jeez. Crap. What is it? There's a little girl in here. A human girl, sitting on the floor. She's got that paint on her feet. I'm starting to worry it's not paint, but something radioactive. There's a ton of it spilled everywhere down here. It's it's oozing from the walls. Uh, permission to engage granted. Uh, hey there. Are you alright? She's just, like, sucking her fingers. Is that normal? Affirmative. Ask her something more substantial. Is your family anywhere around here? Your parents? Mom? Dad? Oh, okay, she's nodding. Can you show me where they... Oh, okay. Uh, she's running away now. Wait, come back! She's... What? She's gone! There's nowhere else she could have run to? I mean, I'm looking back outside the room now. No, okay, there's nowhere. No trap door, no hidden corners. She's... She's just gone. Describe your current surroundings. Right. Well, this appears to have been a storage room. There are a bunch of metal kegs or something, but they're all empty, drained out. There's a drawing on the wall in that phosphorescent paint stuff. Oh, crap. My headgear is malfunctioning. Your light? Yeah, it's... Oh, great. I just lost battery. Could you still describe the painting you saw on the wall? Yeah, it was crude, like a child had done it. Probably that girl. It looked like she drew herself. A tiny stick figure in a skirt, and all these lumps around her, like rocks, maybe? <gasps> the door! She just, just. Did you not hear that? Ah, uh, we think we know what this is, sir. Human children like to play a game called hide and seek. Perhaps she wants you to find her. But she was going to show me to her parents. Human children have shockingly short attention spans when it comes to the prospect of play. <sighs> well, you wouldn't know, would you? I'm sorry? Forget it. Suggesting you find the girl, Ground Team. In this scenario, you'd say, ready or not, here I come. Seriously? Doesn't that sound a bit creepy to you? It's human custom, sir. And you're on a human colony ship. <sighs> okay, ready or not... Here I come. Wait, the room is... It's different. Pardon? Yeah, before there was all this stuff spilled everywhere. Even without my lamp, I should be able to see it still. And now it's just... Empty. And... Cold. And there's these lumpy... Things hanging from the ceiling. Is this a walk-in freezer? Where is everyone on this ship? Grunting, stop moving. <laughs> uh, hey, little girl. Are you there? We need to figure out what's going on here. She's just over there, I think. Hey, I can help you. Please, stop running and hiding. I can save you. Cronist, we need you to stop. You don't know what's in those... What's hanging from the ceiling? We're calling a retreat. You can't be in there without backup anymore. What is the big deal? You send me on this mission alone, saying it's easy as pie, and now you're telling me to pull out? I just have this one girl to extract. If I can just find her... Ow! Ugh. 
I found the wall. Oh, there's a button here. Maybe it'll... <laughs> Let there be light. Now I can see what's... in this... room. Cronist! Cronist, what's going on? Talk to us! Yeah, there's a... There's a lot of people in here. That's for sure. But... None of them are alive. They're all... Hanging from the ceiling by their feet. Half of them are wrapped up in body bags. They've all got that purple goop streaming from their open mouths. Cronus, we strongly recommend you get the hell out of there. Aren't you, uh, aren't you too young to be using that kind of language? Cronus, Cronus, we all fall down. How do you know my name? I'm not sure I should tell you. You're not very good at hide-and-seek. I found you, didn't I? Mm-hmm. In a sense. Did you do this to all these people? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe they did it to themselves. That was so long ago, though. I was getting so bored. And then you came. It was so long ago. How long? Forever. <laughs> but, but the caretakers said... Caretakers? Those silly willies. Silly, silly, silly. They sent you to fetch me, but I just want to play. They sent me to... What? It was easy. They told you that. You come and you save the little girl, me. <laughs> and then they give me the blood of 22 virgins... A hero. Win-win, except I'm just so bored. There was no one here to save in the first place. Maybe there was. Maybe a long time ago. But not anymore. No, no there's just me. <laughs> just you. So what do you say? Another round? And you killed <laughs> all these people. <laughs> tea party with me. <laughs> well, maybe I want to play with you. Let's play Behead the Demon. <laughs> See this, little girl? It's called a Kusari Gamma. By using the chain to swing the weighted blade, it creates an unstoppable force that can slice through limbs like butter. It's wielded only by the most badass warriors known to history, including me. Oh, brother. Give me a break. I will not give you a break. This is what I have trained every day to do since the day of my birth. And you spew lies and slander against the men who raised me, who trained me. I can see past your deception, fork-tongued devil, and I will cleanse you with the flame of my... Right now. Hey, you can't turn the lights off on me like that. <laughs> well, you're cleansing the way chosen one it's not a literal flame ground team ground team do you copy oh i copy what's going on are you all right did she hurt you i don't know if i can deal with you right now the, the girl you found her yeah i found her and now she's hiding again actually crony you're the one who's hiding <laughs> here i come <laughs> great i'm moving back out of the freezer Wow, I cannot even think about what I am touching right now. Uh, okay, just gotta make it through. 
Whew. Okay. Okay, I'm out. Uh, I'm on the bridge again. But that doesn't make sense. I highly recommend you evacuate the location, Cronist, before this gets dangerous. I think it's already gotten dangerous. So leave! That's... it's in order! Yeah, I'm not really in a taking orders mood right now. I have strong reasons to suspect you've been duping me. About... I don't know what about. Maybe everything. Cronist, we assure you this isn't what's happening. Please, just get back on the shuttle and come home. We don't want the demon to hurt you. Ah, so... You know it's a demon. This isn't looking good for you. Of, of course it's a Cronus. Listen to yourself. She's gotten you wrapped around her little finger. Well, maybe I'd rather be that than to have Apostle Twelve's finger up my... Ah, fuck. Hard to hide from me, did you? Enough! At this point, it's difficult to tell from the audio file exactly what's happening. So I'm just going to lay it out from our agents. We had a few ballistics experts go in and observe the scene. From what we can tell, the Chosen One was successfully able to corner the demon and behead her. However, as we all know, Kavoro demons aren't killable. You just need to find a vessel to entrap them in. She quickly resurrected and got the better of our hero. Things seemed grim until a new figure burst onto the scene. Someone we hadn't expected at all. This someone appears to be a government official of sorts, and appeared to have succinct knowledge of the situation, prepared with the vessel in which to contain the demonic entity. She made quick work of it before turning on our ward. And who the hell are you supposed to be? I'm... I'm... the Chosen One. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... You... I'm sorry, but you look just like me. Eh, not really. I've got the, you know, wings and claws and the stormy bits. You've just got lots of tentacles. Well... You're the closest to me I've ever seen. Would you mind explaining to me why exactly you are here? I... I was supposed to be saving them. The people on the ship. The bodies in the freezer? Yeah. They've been dead for months. Couldn't you smell it? Uh-huh. Space helmet? Right. I see. But who are you? What, do you own the ship? No, we don't own it. But we've definitely roped it off with lots of red tape. We have security triggers everywhere. We've been monitoring this place for some time, waiting for an opportunity to lure out the demon. When you tripped our alarms, it was my job to come and investigate. It's your job to investigate demons? Paranormal happenings. I run a whole team dedicated to it. A team? We're with the Commonwealth. The what? The Commonwealth? The Galactic Anthropod Commonwealth. You've never heard of it? No... Where are you from again? The space station. Which one? The only one. Who owns it? The... the guys with hoods. They raised me. Guys with hoods? Who are they? I... I don't know. I'm going to have to take you in for questioning. Wait, 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 wait. That sounds bad. That sounds like you're punishing me. Did you not just see how... How badass I fought back there? I cut that demon's head clean off. But you didn't know enough about it to actually detain it. No, but I can learn. I've spent my whole life training for... for something like this. 
I want to join your team. Hmm. Please? It would take a lot of paperwork, and we'd still have to interrogate you, but I have a sneaking suspicion. It would work. You do? You did show real bravery here. And with a solid intention, too. Yes, I'm willing to interview you and hear you out. But you have to understand, once you join us, that's it. There's no returning to your space stations or your hooded men. There's nobody after this. I... I understand. Does it... get any scarier than this? Not much, but you might. <laughs> oh. At this point, we believe the Chosen One removed his transmitter and crushed it. We have no more recordings of him from here on out. We seem to have lost him, but we desperately need him back. If any agents see Cronus Locknew in the field, if you see him cavorting with this Commonwealth-aligned woman, report immediately. I fear the author of fate has chosen to take charge of his own at last. And if so, the universe will need a new savior. Tendril the Banshee Chronicles is written by Caitlin Radel and Ryan Borses. Tendril is created by Caitlin Radel, Ryan Borses, Taylor Finneran, and Brian Finneran. The theme song is written by Brian Finneran, and all additional music is written by Ryan Borses. This episode featured Tehran Middleton as Cronist Locknew, Ryan Borses as Apostle 4 and Apostle 12, Diane Mayo as Apostle 34 and Admiral Doylan Drabble, and Caitlin Radel as the demon. For more information, please visit us at tendrilpodcast.com. outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. 
International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners. 